0: Welcome to Fanfiction is Good Actually, a podcast about how fan fiction is good actually. Guests, could you please, for the record, state your pronouns and however you would like to be known on the internet?
1: I guess I'll go first. <laughs> cool. I'm Maya, or Fijian Gecko. Um, there's no crazy spelling there. It's just Fijian Gecko. You can find me on Twitter or Tumblr or AO3, any of the three. That's kind of cool. Um, I'm the co-host of Canonically Incorrect. Yay!
2: hi my name is sydney and i also co-host canonically incorrect um you can find me at a lot of places at a lot of different names like i'm just not um (laughs) but i am on ao 3 at red velvet kisses and it is spelled weird it's spelled r-d-k-i-s-s-c-s wait no
0: uh, I was gonna <laughs> say, I think there's no velvet in there's there. There's velvet.
2: It's R-D V E L V E T K-I-S-S-C-S. There you go. There we
0: go. <laughs> I'll put it in the show notes so that people Thank can just so click much. it. Okay. Uh, and pronouns, if you could please. Oh,
2: oh, was she
1: her? Both of us. Yep. Yep.
2: <laughs> um, yeah. We host a fanfiction podcast also mm. as well. Um yeah. but we just like to shoot the shit. Uh pretty much, <laughs> pretty much we talk about whatever fanfiction we want, whatever fandom we want, anything revolving in the space of fandom, mm-hmm. that that's what you're gonna get from us.
0: Theirs is also a pro fan fiction podcast. That is correct. Range. Yeah, yeah. And we love fan stuff. We love fan fiction. This yeah, is definitely. a pro fan space. Yeah, definitely. You have to like space. separate
2: that because I remember yeah. when we were like looking at first time. God, there's so many fandom, fan fiction, or fan fiction podcast about just shitting on fan fiction. Yeah, yeah, talking About that's... the worst ones, and you're just like, man. <laughs>
0: I remember going to conventions in my, like, teens and early 20s, and there was for a while, like, a series of panels, like, late-night panels mm-hmm. that were called Fan Fiction Storytime Theater, and I went to one thinking that they were going to do, like, a storytime theater, yeah, like, they yeah. were going to have puppets or something like that. No, they were just reading bad fan fiction aloud course, and so dumping yeah. on it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's so boring, guys. Yeah. We're over this. We're over- We've moved past the need for this as a society.
2: That, specifically, like, that genre, I guess, of podcast really confuses me because I don't know who their target audience is. Like, yeah. I unless you really, like, hate listening to things, like, I don't think you're going to listen to something for a long period of time of something you hate. Yeah. So I don't, and, like, the people who also love it aren't going to listen to you talk about something they love in a hateful manner, so I don't know who their audience is, really. I think,
0: and I I mentioned this on the episode of your podcast that I was on, but- Uh, I think that this is tied in to the era of self-deprecating liking things Mm -hmm. when it was not cool publicly to be a fan of things. And so even amongst friends, you would kind of diss yourself for liking stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So people who liked fan fiction would like diss themselves and diss other people for liking fan fiction because you know they were like smoke screening that they liked fan fiction or whatever so it was all um it was all not good now granted there are some genuinely funny fan fictions out there um, but like it is not a good look to just be like dunking on things that people wrote in Mm -hmm. good faith Mm -hmm. because they enjoyed it it's not good that's not fun
2: no, uh so just bad time no
1: one
0: yeah
2: no one likes it especially We're also past that oh god yeah. so past that like i listen one of the worst fan i'll give it is my immortal and it's written by like a teenage girl and i understand it's written by a teenage girl and it just gets so mu- it just gets dunked on and i think by the media specifically where you're just like you don't know what you're talking about <laughs> like so why are you just dunking on this teenage girl so hard
0: so the YouTuber um Sarah Zed mm-hmm. has an episode about My Immortal and uh the the mystery surrounding the authorship of My Immortal and like sort of debating whether it was a troll fic mm-hmm. or whether it was someone writing a sincere fan fiction and just doing a bad job. Yeah. And then I think the other YouTuber I think the other one is uh when posting goes wrong has okay an episode like sort of demystifying Mm -hmm. my i think hi everyone this is future evan evan from the future uh i'm not always going to stop and correct myself midstream while i'm editing like this but i realized the youtube video i was thinking of about my immortal was actually the one by red bard entitled demystifying my immortal that one is good and you should watch it um Red Bard is a very good YouTuber with very good content. And I just wanted to give them a little, little shout out since I had the opportunity. Okay. Back, back to the real episode. There are other videos out there talking about My Immortal and what happened and like debating. And to this day, we still don't know. It might have been a troll fic to begin mm-hmm. with. Mm-hmm. It's indisputable that it was like technically not well written. Yeah. But like the, the sort of cultural, uh, like, context Mm. in which that became a thing to dunk on was really based on, like, just hating things that teenage girls like.
2: Yes. Yeah. I mean, if you want, we have an entire episode about My Immortal. Um, I think I did a pretty good job. (laughs) Uh, I haven't
0: actually listened to that one. I apologize. I haven't listened to all of you guys' episodes. Oh, thank you. (laughs) No,
2: you're totally fine. I... The thing is, is I would love to think that it's a troll fic, but normally troll fics, they don't go on for that long. Like, she went on for two years, I think, and I feel like when people try to troll, they're like, here's five months of my time, and then I want to move on.
0: Yeah, there there are uh, compelling debates on either side of that. I think there's compelling arguments. Um, To be fair, the My Immortal fanfiction did get relatively famous or infamous Mm -hmm. very quickly yeah so it's very possible that the person writing it if it was a troll fic that they were just really enjoying the sort of wild ride it was going on i don't know though i have no insider information on this so it's i think like i said there's compelling arguments Mm -hmm. for both sides of this yeah um so a thing i like to do with my guests is i like to go through your fandom journey like what what got you into fan culture fan communities what got you into fan fiction in the first place where you've gone since then like what's where where are you coming from what's your what's your personal fandom history so um
2: yours is much which one of you wants to go mine
0: mine
1: is longer (laughs) i've been in fandom Uh culture for about eight years now so I started in middle school like in seventh grade um I grew up Mormon (laughs) so I grew up oh wow so getting access to that kind of stuff was hard until I got a cell phone and then Mm. I had the world wide web and it was like awesome right and my parents were very very chill about a lot of things like we're not in the faith anymore they let me leave when I wanted to which was super cool but I started out with supernatural (laughs) that was my gateway drug (laughs) um and i it found it was a, for so
0: many people was oh, yeah.
1: for <laughs> a lot of people so um i started out writing fan fiction for that at first i didn't even start like i was writing my own but i never published it because like mm-hmm. that, that's scary for like a mm-hmm. <laughs> 12 year old 12 13 year old like i don't want to put stuff out on the internet um and then i found a group of friends and they were like well maybe you should like they want to super hulak was a thing i was into all mm-hmm. that and, you know got into all that good stuff yeah.
0: Just, i also back in the day published some some sherlock uh oh, fan yeah. fictions nice. this has long since been abandoned but look uh,
2: <laughs> we were like, all there yeah, yeah. it's yeah. somewhere
1: in the world it's floating out yeah. there so from supernatural and from that group of friends that i made in middle school i got into anime so like um attack on titan was my very first anime which was a poor choice because mm-hmm. <laughs> again i was mormon at the time so seeing like blood and gore was not something you were used to and it was not something i was used to so it was very like frightening so i only watched a couple episodes of that and then i moved to soul eater and i watched everything in regards to that i wrote fan fiction for that for quite a while actually Mm -hmm. i never published anything and i kept it to myself and then one of my friends was like oh you should make a tumblr account and you should start posting like your supernatural stuff and i did and within a year i had over four thousand followers on my on my Mm -hmm. supernatural account um So that was cool. And I kept up with that for a while. And then I got major burnout Mm -hmm. once I got like past my freshman year. Mm -hmm. So then my sophomore and junior year of high school, I really didn't even consume fandom content. Like I it was like major burnout. I don't even know why a lot of those friends that I had in middle school either moved away or we just got disconnected because I had other things in my life going on. Like um, I did a lot of extracurricular like orchestra and music stuff. So I didn't have a lot of time for that kind of stuff I guess Um, and then My Hero Academia came out Mm Oh, <laughs> uh, which is another anime. And I like got really hard back another into it. Another gateway drug. Yeah, another <laughs> gateway drug. And that was my intro back in to anime around my junior, senior year of high school. Same thing with Marvel movies. Like I really got heavily into that kind of stuff. So then I started publishing Spider-Man fan fictions and then it was My Hero Academia fan fictions. Mm. And then then it went to Q, and then it went to like all these other animes. And now I'm here. <laughs> now I'm a third year in college and I'm still writing and going strong with fandom culture. Hell yeah. Oh, I used to roleplay on Omegle too. Lots of people (laughs) used to do that. I just wanted to throw that out there. That was really my supernatural games
0: i remember omegle there was a lot of like sex stuff on oh, omegle as yeah. i oh, recall for sure. yeah. i never did the video mm-hmm.
1: chats because like that oh, was that's the dangerous sex- yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so then yeah. i would go on omegle and type in like supernatural role play and it would just tag you with random people i had kick on my phone at the time Oh no, you so, did yes. so then you would give people like your kick username and you'd continue the role play on there like it was a whole thing yeah. i think that's why i had major burnout because it was
2: just like too much a lot it was a lot yeah.
0: consuming a lot of hours yeah yeah
2: yeah um okay so mine's so condensed like way <laughs> less condensed than that i i would say my introduction to fan fiction was probably looking for fan fiction for fairy tale it was like a, also nice. an anime and i like found fanfiction.net like that was my first uh, fanfiction site that I had found. So I it was fanfiction.net for like a couple of years. And then I found Tumblr around the time of Marvel too. Mm. And then like in that time I started writing my own fanfiction that never saw the light of day. Like never <laughs> made it past a Google Docs. Like uh, a High School Host Club, You Knew Yasha, Percy Jackson. Um, oh, actually, no, that was my first one. Percy Jackson. Like I made my first OC, wrote my first chapter. Like everything started from the Percy Jackson. Um, fairy Tale... Uh, Supernatural, uh, probably a bunch of others that I can't think of, but they never Mm -hmm. made it past, like, a Google Docs. Like, they never actually got published. Uh, They never never saw the light of day, basically. Um, Until I remember I watched Avatar The Last Airbender with a close friend of mine who was appalled that I had never seen it before. It was kind of, like, blasphemy on their part that I'd never (laughs) seen this show before. So I watched it when I was probably, like, 18, 17, 18 years old. And I just adamantly remember that I hated the character May. Like, I don't, I don't know why. Like, I just disliked her so much. And I disliked that she was with Zuko. And it was like, it was this whole thing to no. the point where I was just like, I can do better. Like, it was just pure spite that made me just like, basically <laughs> write like a canon divergent, like OC like, fan fiction. And I, I like made an AO3 account and I published that in like 2019 or something like that after I like worked on it because it would be like, I wrote a few chapters, I stopped, wrote a few chapters, so it like took a while and then I just published it cuz I was just like, well, this is fully finished and sitting in a Google Doc, so like maybe maybe it shouldn't just be sitting in a Google Doc. And then it wasn't until like last year around this time last year that I actually was like, okay, maybe we actually do want to start writing fanfiction cuz like I always wrote, but they never went anywhere like mm-hmm. it, they were just Google Docs. And then I started publishing my hero content and that's all that's kind of on my AO3 right now like i'm writing other things but nothing is published which is the story of my life um but that's where i am like just newbie to the fanfiction world
0: welcome congratulations we're happy to have you
2: yeah. <laughs> i'm happy to be here
0: yeah i'm uh, delighted that there's still people i mean obviously there is society has not changed that much mm-hmm. since since i was uh, a teenager but uh I'm just delighted that people are like discovering fan fiction all the yes. time. My uh housemate who's um only like 3 years younger than me mm-hmm. uh was just like never into fan fiction yeah. and uh until like a couple years ago and uh they were like oh yeah I uh I I it never even crossed my mind until I realized that words could make you horny. So <laughs> this is my yeah, favorite quote yeah. yeah, yeah, about yeah, fan yeah. fiction. It's like I realized that words could make you horny. Yes,
2: for sure. 100%. Fan fiction always does the job. Yeah. Always, <laughs> constantly. It yeah. never disappoints me. Yeah. Uh, so,
0: like, what are you guys' primary fandoms at the moment? What are you into, and what's the vibe in those fandoms? What's going on? Are you,
2: like, reading or writing? Because those are two different.
0: <laughs> uh, um, both, I guess. Okay. So yeah. What do you...
2: Yeah. Um, writing... Mine is mostly anime, so all I'm writing right now is My Hero Academia and Haiku. On the reading side, I am very much still into Voltron and, like, uh, that space, I even though I never, I never watched the show, <laughs> I was never in the train wreck that it was, I just kind of saw it afterwards, and I, I thought, like, oh, that fire is really pretty, like, <laughs> that's basically what I saw, um, and then I've just been reading just incredible fan fiction by people who were a part of the train wreck and wanted to fix it and they fix it beautifully. Um, and then I read my hero academia. So that kind of is intertwined. I read my hero academia works and then I read, um, uh, Stephen King's it fan fiction. And like, I'm very into that as well.
0: (laughs) So I'm going to, this is a a plug for a thing that my friends do, but, um, some some friends of mine over at uh Paperboat Productions mm-hmm. do an actual play podcast called Loser's a Love Story Ooh.
2: that is
0: uh Stephen King's it, but they're they are playing the characters in this actual play from the second part of Stephen King's the the movie. Yes, the, yes, the yes, most yes, recent yes. movie. So if you're real into I I am assume real into that. I assume you're I assume you're into it because of the recent movies that came out yeah and they were the th- yeah. recent
2: movies i saw the second movie with a group of friends i sobbed like an absolute mm-hmm. child and then i went to ao3 immediately i was just like i need somebody who can fix this for me
0: well listen to losers A love story okay. because uh this is not a fandom i'm in but it's a very popular uh yeah it's a very popular thing it's a, this is a beloved thing and mm-hmm. i happen to know the people who make it so you okay, might like I it i love it mm-hmm.
2: Oh, yeah. um in
1: in regards to me i for writing wise it's been anime mostly for the past year or so it's been haiku specifically mm-hmm. um with like one or two my hero things yeah. in there, but not too much uh consuming is like a whole different story <laughs> yeah so haiku, my hero popular video game genshin impact yep. right now is like really on my radar um God, I've just started watching Neon Genesis Evangelion for the first time. I'm in love with it. It's so good, but I am super into the fan fiction, or I'm starting to get into it. I am wary, though, because I'm not done with it, and I know there's three movies after the anime, so you don't be spoiled. I don't want spoilers, and people aren't great at tagging, especially, like, the older stuff, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm very wary of it. Um, Like, Attack on Titan, like, still mm-hmm. just my normal, my normal everyday kind yeah. Of consumption. Yeah.
0: Um, So you guys are much younger than me and uh, (laughs) I was very excited to have you on the podcast because like fan fiction culture is so different now Mm -hmm. than it was when I was a teenager in internet spaces. So I'm very, first of all, explain Wattpad to me, please. (laughs) I'm begging you. Somebody tell me me. (laughs) what is going on. (laughs) What is going on with Wattpad? But my outside perspective is like, it's it's fairly mainstream. Wattpad mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. like pe- people who aren't like in quote unquote traditional fandom communities yeah. are doing Wattpad fanfiction. But also, everyone tells me that all of it is bad, and I don't know if this is like just cruel because the people writing it are young, or if mm-hmm. like it's a if it's like a circular logic where Wattpad people only read Wattpad fanfiction. Do you have any insight into Wattpad? I need to know.
2: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, first of all, there are good things on Wattpad. Yes. They're just harder mm-hmm. to find because it, it is housed by teenagers and you don't start off writing well. Like I oh, none yeah, of us we didn't start off writing well. Yeah. And Wattpad has just become a space where young people put their first things, mm-hmm. um, which then equates bad in the minds of everybody else. There are very good things on Wattpad. Yeah. You just have to find them or have them be recommended to you. Like, and the tagging system isn't. It's like, not, great. not great. Their
1: filtration system is not great either. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just kind of.
2: It's just kind of a jank place yeah. overall. We've, I also think we've... it gets a a bad rap because it's a lot of YN fanfiction. Yeah. And mm-hmm. YN, your name, x reader, however you want to say it, like, gets a bad rap. Mm-hmm. Just for what it's worth, um, we have both written exclusively YN OC stuff. So obviously we have a different mindset that YN stuff is. It's definitely gets
1: sh- shat on mm-hmm. less than what it had been, yes. especially when I started writing. Um, because a lot of I feel like a lot of OC stuff comes from that realm of mm-hmm. like well, what if I did this yes, and yes, then it, it turns is. into this character that you embody same thing with mm-hmm. any role-playing game I feel where it's like you take a piece of yourself and you just throw it out there and you're like how can I make this better and or worse yes in any regard and then it becomes like a variation of yourself mm-hmm. but I it's definitely a lot better <laughs> <than what laughs> yeah. it was. but WAP had like I don't know I feel like it gets a way worse rap yes. than what it
2: deserves yeah like, dude, and this
0: horrible. is this is what I'm hearing about it because I'm hearing about it all like third hand. I've never been to Uh wattpad.com. I should probably look at, but like I, I only realized that wattpad existed like maybe a year ago and I'm just hearing things from people filtered Mm -hmm. through multiple lenses. And so I'm like, what is, what is this thing that the teens are into now shakes fist at sky. Also, I want to clarify for people my age listening, uh, I don't recall YN ever being an acronym that we use, but (laughs) this stands for like your name, like self insert, uh, like second person, Mm -hmm. you do this, you do
2: that Yeah, yeah. style fan fiction. I think especially, so Wattpad is also like half fan fiction, half original work. And Hmm. for some reason, like the big, big house publishers and like big house movie makers like to just take the most teenagery stories with like romanticized violence and like toxic relationships, and then like make them into movies. So then, like mm. everybody who doesn't know what Wattpad is, that's all they think Wattpad is. Is like you see the okay. kissing booth, and like the kissing booth is not a good movie. It was written by a sixteen-year-old who didn't know what a healthy relationship was, <laughs> and like mm. didn't know that you can't just lie to your partner and like that be fine. So then, that's it. Got into, out to the world that this was a Wattpad fan fiction. And that's like all people know about Wattpad now is like, this is all Wattpad houses is this like romanticized garbage and icky. Eh. Like, I will say I like AO3 better. AO3 has a better tagging system. I think they have better writers. They are older people who have merged from fanfiction.net because fanfiction.net was the Wattpad. Like, that was where these teenagers first shitty stories (laughs) went and then Mm -hmm. they moved on to ao3 where their writing skills have developed and now this is where they are and Wattpad's just that like it's just a bunch of teenagers who are learning how to write and yeah
0: i did not know that there was an original fiction section on wattpad are you guys aware that there was an original fiction partner site to fanfiction.net no No. fiction press (gasps) uh like i i'm pretty sure like i'm uh remembering this through the haze of many, many years, probably almost a decade now, but uh yeah, there I'm pretty sure that these sites were affiliated with one another, but there was a site called Fiction Press where you could just publish original fiction. So it sounds like Wattpad just like one for one lifted that idea yes, from yes. this partner site. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild.
1: It's not uh, an awful place. It's no. not great, but it's not as awful as people say yes. it. Yes.
0: <laughs> Do you know why this site specifically is popular among teenagers because th- it wasn't quite I mean to my knowledge it didn't used to be stratified that way mm-hmm. it used to be stratified more by interest which had some role in like naturally stratifying age groups uh, in like
2: mm-hmm.
0: fan- like fan fiction communities but Yeah, everything I've heard about Wattpad is that it's just teenagers. Is it just because, like, teenagers have specific interests that are more likely to turn up on Wattpad? or
1: I I definitely think it is more targeted towards the youth. Mm -hmm. Like, just the way the format is. And, like, they often want people to do... I know fanfiction.net had something similar to this, but they have, quote-unquote, like, album covers Mm. that, that... Teenagers often like, like go into photo covers. Yeah, book covers and they do mm-hmm. it. Also, I just looked up fanfiction on Google. It's the second site to pop up. The first one is <laughs> fanfiction.net, the second one is Wattpad. The third is Archive of our own.
0: Yeah. Oh no. Well, you yeah. still I only I only realized recently because a friend of mine was trying to get on it, but you still need an access code to get onto yeah. AO3. Like if you don't already mm-hmm. have an account, somebody has to send you an invitation with a yeah. code. Yeah. But which Surprise, I don't know why they're still doing that. I don't know if it's just to control like their server fees or, yeah, or whatever.
2: Maybe. But. Um, but I also know for Wattpad's sake, like it's really easy to use. Like, mm. not in terms of tagging systems, but they have an app. So like the scrolling feature is like real easy for teenagers yeah. just to use and stuff like that. Uh, that's all I basically know about it. It's just like it's easy, easily accessible for like teenagers. Um I hear all the time like this would this is what society would be like if AO3 had an app. AOSP doesn't need an app, <laughs> like it just it <laughs> does it. Uh, please don't stop well, saying that
0: you have a Yeah, and I mean like the mobile version of the site functions just fine, y'all. It has the same functionality. It has the it's same fine.
2: Functionality. Yeah, yeah.
0: Uh, another thing that has definitely become more popular since I was like early on in fandom culture is uh, a real person fic. I was just about to bring that up because I think
1: Wattpad is definitely more of a place where that's way more acceptable. Sure, like I just I just went onto the site to see what was top, what's new, um, K-pop, yep, Dream SMP, and like bands or actors, actresses, which is all, all RFP, yeah. I am
0: aware that there's, like, a famous One Direction fan fiction that got the uh, Fifty Shades of Grey treatment and got turned into a novel. About
2: after by Anna Todd?
0: Possibly. Oh. I don't remember, but, yeah, I know there was, a, like, a One Direction fan fiction that got the,
2: yeah. the, yeah. the, yeah. the <laughs> yeah. Fifty Shades I, of Grey treatment. I personally think that After is worse, um, and I have my own opinions about it, um, that Just, like, I couldn't talk to you for a short amount of time about it. Um, (laughs) I think that Anna Todd, the way that she wrote after is a very big problem with how teenagers are supposed to look at themselves and look at relationships because, like, I think that you shouldn't be equating fiction to reality, but, like, teenagers I don't expect them to know that yet like 16 17 like why would you know that like why would you even think about that like no one's holding your hand and walking you through it so I think half of the fault is in her writing and like how she wrote Harry Styles an actual literal person um and how she wrote a relationship that is extremely toxic and like so extremely like he sexually harasses her and I will even say sexually assaults her and everyone's like fuck yeah (laughs) this is incredible (laughs) and then I also think a big part of the problem is with Simon & Schuster and Miramax who made these into books and movies when they should have just stayed on fan or Wattpad like they should have never been made into movies they should have never been made into books it should have stayed on Wattpad and I would have been fine with it if it stayed on Wattpad. So, I feel like she doesn't deserve all of the hate she receives, especially from people who again, don't really know fan fiction. But it's also like really bad in terms of what has actually been written and how how many people have seen it, I guess.
0: Is Anna well? Was Anna Todd herself a teenager, no, or was she, was she an 27 adult? Seven
2: when she wrote it.
0: Mm, okay, so she should have known better. Yeah, she was between the ages, yeah.
2: I think, twenty five to twenty seven. So mm-hmm. she should have absolutely known what she was writing. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um. Hey. Uh. Money, money. money you gotta make exactly, that. I mean, yeah. You gotta exactly. make it the money. <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, good for her. She's living an incredible life that, like, I could only dream about. Uh, yeah, I'm
0: I'm I'm saying that more in relationship to uh, like the publisher and the they made yes, it into yes, a movie yes. as
2: well. Right. Yeah. In yeah, relation yeah, to yeah. the
0: publisher in the movie studio, because yeah, they were they... like, hmm, how can we oh, bring sure. money out of this free thing on the Internet? Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: even though you could just read it on Wattpad still, it's still on Wattpad, so you don't even have to buy the books. Mm-hmm. Wattpad does have a pay feature now. Oh, do you have to pay for you have after? to pay
1: for certain ones? And I think it is like a pay per chapter, okay. just like Webtoon is doing. Okay. So oh, no. They've definitely updated. They kept up with capitalism. Post plus, but, but
0: make it fan fiction. Yes, <laughs> yes absolutely. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Um. Yeah, I personally am and always have been very uncomfortable with real person fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it was nowhere near as popular when I was coming up mm-hmm. as it is now. It. I mean... To be fair, I wasn't in all corners of fandom. I never have been. Nobody can be. But my perception is that, especially like you pointed out, with bands and with K-pop bands in particular, and then for some reason with One Direction, people are just like find it fine to write fan fiction about people who are actually alive and actually exist. I think
1: that has Um, to do more with the rise of social media more than anything. Like, Mm -hmm. One Direction was there at the beginning of, like, Instagram and, like, all these new social media apps that no one really understood, but some people Mm kind of did. And then YouTube and music videos started happening, like, more and more. Mm -hmm. It wasn't just, like, MTV where you got one slot and then that was it. And then maybe they play it again next week. You never know. Yeah. especially with k-pop group like bts um a bunch of the other ones 17 that kind of stuff like their twitter accounts they post every day they post photos of themselves every day they post music videos like every other month they mm-hmm. always are doing shit so it's easier to consume these are like they real more real people <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> ideas because you see all these romanticized and perfect quote-unquote versions of these people because that's what the companies want you to see
0: I only learned what BTS was literally two weekends ago. Somebody, was, nice. somebody, hey, somebody
2: awesome. I was
1: You're learning.
0: I, <laughs> was speaking, <laughs> I was speaking to a 19-year-old. There was an intern at my company who was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, this is what I mean. Like, I had no idea that this is a thing, but apparently the 19-year-olds know what's up <laughs> with the K-pop yes.
2: fans. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. like, even, even there was fandom. There's always been fandom. Like, there has sure. even even this line of it's very funny to see this the thread of of uh, Fifty Shades of Grey. Fifty Shades of Grey was a Twilight fan fiction. Twilight was inspired by like Gerard Way and My Chemical Romance, who was like inspired. Who My Chemical Romance formed My Chemical Romance because of nine eleven. So there's like this weird line between nine eleven and like Fifty Shades of Grey. <laughs>
0: That, that uh increasing size dominoes meme yes, of like nine yes. eleven to Fifty Shades yeah, of Gray like nine yeah. eleven caused
2: Fifty Shades of Gray <laughs> like.
0: yeah um I I would like to posit that uh Supernatural can partly be blamed for the spike in real person fanfiction because I would
1: agree uh, <laughs> I would, yeah.
0: Supernatural did all of those meta episodes mm-hmm. uh super supernatural went on for 15 seasons and let's be honest they were just like running out of shit to do and so there were several episodes where like there was uh uh that one i think it was called the french connection that episode where like they were like transported into an alternate universe where like they were in a television show and like supernatural was a television show on so like the The both the characters and the actors existed in that one episode, and then there were also several kind of like semi meta episodes where, like, there's a character in Supernatural who is like omniscient and is writing a series of novels about Sam and Dean. Yes, Yes. and so, like, the characters go to a convention about Uh themselves, Mm -hmm. but like the fictionalized versions Mm -hmm. of themselves and meet fans of the fictionalized versions. So, like, the show sort of started this conflation of the characters and the actors because both the characters and the actors who played them existed within the universe of the show mm-hmm.
2: yeah
0: and that sort of made it i don't want to i don't want to totally give supernatural all the credit slash blame for this yeah. but it certainly made it uh more normalized in the fandom to like conflate the actors with the characters and mm-hmm. to like make the actors characters yeah. in fan fiction and uh I, I, again not it's not entirely supernatural but because of that weird yeah. dynamic in the show i think that was sort of a tipping point that made it more popular and made it more acceptable to write real person fan fiction mm-hmm. Man, Supernatural has uh, inflicted so much upon the world of fan fiction. Between this and the Omegaverse stuff that started in... (laughs) They have changed
2: (laughs) the course of our reality,
0: (laughs) incredibly. Yeah.
2: (laughs) And then they just hit 100,000 works on AO3 like not too long ago.
0: I remember you guys tweeted about that—that that Supernatural uh, had a major fan yes. fiction milestone. Do they have the most fan fictions on yes. AO3 currently? Yeah.
2: To the point where if you just put in Supernatural as a tag, AO3 can't house all of them, so you have to then put in filters. Oh, wow. Like they're like you—you you can see between one and one hundred thousand, but if there's a one hundred thousand and seventy five, you can't see those last seventy five. Like you have to oh, use no. the tagging system to get it down.
0: We y two k'd a o no, three. we really We did. broke the we broke the digit system. Yeah, for, I think what oh really wow. helped
2: was that Misha Collins tweeted about it, and that really broke everyone. Yeah, <laughs> like I think that really broke everyone. That Misha Collins was, was like,
0: "Good job, guys." Who was the one hundred thousandth fan fiction? Do you guys know? Do you Actually, happen to know? I don't the top know. Of I
2: would. That's a very good question. No I'm
0: gonna make a note to myself to look it up. But um, yeah, that's wild. I mean, I'm not surprised. Again, <laughs> Supernatural went on for 15 seasons, 15 seasons. They were mm-hmm. on the this is on the air for like hmm? 10 too, long. Ten, it, too ten long, 10 too long, 10 too long. Five, five was good. <laughs> I think I think I actually stopped watching Supernatural around uh season five. And then uh, I only know about the rest of the stuff that happened through cultural osmosis. Good good for you. Good for you.
2: I'm pretty sure I got to like season nine. The gays went to super
0: hell and all that. Oh, oh, exactly.
2: It's like up to season nine I watched. And then those last three episodes I've watched God knows how many times because every single time I tried to explain super hell to people, they don't believe me. So then I Mm -hmm. have to watch the episode with them.
0: The I'm making it increasingly easy for the time cops to know exactly when and where I'm, I'm recording these episodes. But uh, <laughs> the, the last three episodes of Supernatural were like dominating the cultural consciousness. Yes. Uh, like the, several, like, oh boy, how, it was several weeks ago now. It was like the many YouTubers I like were making videos about like the end of Supernatural and how yes. fucky it was.
2: <laughs> Tumblr has never felt more Tumblr.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it, there was a revival of Tumblr Tumblr culture for like a few days. Yeah,
1: it was nice. I'm not gonna lie, it was kind of nice.
2: It felt like home again. Yeah, it did.
0: Catapulted me right back a few years. Yeah, for sure. Um, so, I'm interested to know if there's anything that you guys have always wanted to ask an old-ass person, and I'm going to see mm. if I can, like, about about fan culture, I'm going to see if I can answer. I might not be able to, because, again, mm. I am not the oldest or the most knowledgeable. I'm just curious what things have filtered down into modern fan culture that, like, modern fans don't have context for. Like, you know what I mean? The The save button still looks like a floppy disk on all of the, like, Microsoft programs. And I've seen, like, tweets from people. These are, like, viral tweets, obviously. It's not, like, people I'm friends with. But, like, people asking, like, what the fuck this thing is? Or, like, oh, like, somebody 3D printed the save icon and it's Uh a floppy disk. This is what I mean. Like, there's so many things that exist in fan culture now that have contexts going back, like, decades and I don't think people, like, realize what's going on there. So I'm just curious if there's anything that you guys know but don't have an explanation
2: for. It's a very good question. Do you have anything? I can't think
1: of
2: anything. I definitely, because we have talked about it with older people, so I just want to know if it's, like, everybody or just this, like, younger group of people that are coming in that, like, we probably see more. But there has been this, like, surge of people who I will even say like bully other people for writing certain things like writing non-consensual fan fiction writing Mm. um older younger fan fiction like with weird bad power dynamics and like younger people I will mostly younger people at least at least that I've seen like between the ages of like 16 and 21 like I would cut that off at like 21 that attack um, creators who make things like this, like, to the point where I saw a person had to step down from a fanzine because the other creators of said fanzine found out that they wrote these, like, The problematic, 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 thank you, uh, Problematic fanfiction. And, like, they were like, we're not comfortable with working with this person. And they had to step down because of it. So, like, was that as big of an issue as it was now? Like, with people- going up in arms race and and calling people pedophiles almost, like, for writing these kind of fan fictions.
0: No, that's that's definitely, like, the anti-shipping, mm-hmm. the, the, like, anti-fanfiction community is definitely a very new development, and I'm baffled by it as well. Yeah. Because back in ye olden days, yep. back before we had AO3, it, it was very much the Wild West. Like, you could You could write some like pretty messed up stuff, but everyone kind of understood that like, this is like a thought experiment. Like this doesn't reflect this person's Mm -hmm. actual opinions. Like this is not what this person would advocate in real life. Nobody really had to explain that. Mm -hmm. Nobody had to go on and put like a, uh, like a mea culpa, uh, manifesto, like on their fan fiction, like this is not representative of real life. And this is not, this is just, you know, exploring some dark themes. Um, there was no like policing system in the day, so you had to kind of like make peace. Everyone who was active in fan fiction communities had to kind of make peace with the fact that like occasionally they were gonna see things that they didn't wanna see, mm-hmm. and like that does suck, and I think that the fact that we can avoid that now is good, but it almost seems like we've boomeranged too far in the opposite direction sure, and yeah. i I don't know if it is just um like uh, a way to try to like gain control of the conversation. If you're like new to a fandom, I don't know if it's, um, I hate to use the term virtue signaling because unfortunately, like people on the far right have invented this term and use it in a really shitty way. But I do think that there is a performative aspect to your personality on the internet, right? Mm -hmm. Like everyone, nobody is exactly who they are in real life Mm -hmm. when they're like on the internet. And I do think that there is a drive for people to like seem as, as good as possible to seem as uh, like culturally aware and as just and equitable as possible. And they are going after the wrong targets basically as a way to sort of like gain a little bit of cultural Mm -hmm. clout in their own fandom. Mm -hmm. Uh, There's definitely things in fandom that deserve to be called out and, like, addressed and, like, sort of dealt with as a community. Like I said, it's good that we can, in fact, tag things so we don't have to see things we don't want to see anymore. That's good. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, the fact that people addressed that aspect of, like, the fan community that was flawed, we've made progress from that. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, there definitely is unproductive ways to try to work through your own feelings about something. There's unproductive ways to like, there's unjust calling outs occasionally. And, uh, I I hope that this dies down. I hope that people sort of like reach a level where we can understand that like, Hey, it's okay to write about dark stuff. It's okay to write about like age differences in relationships because we can understand that like this is fiction and people use this as a way to like experiment with ideas Hmm. or even as a way to like process some things that Hmm. they're going through maybe and it's okay to have the outlet to do that. But yeah, this is a very new thing uh, and it's troubling to me, I would say. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Did you think of anything in that time, my dear? No. Okay. I do have one more. So what is, in your time of being in fandom, what has been the weirdest thing that you have seen come out of it? And not just, like, one piece of fiction, but, like, a whole subset of just, like, why did this happen? What's up?
0: Um, I... (laughs) So I'm gonna do a bonus episode about this, but uh, I think the Omegaverse, a.k.a. ABO community... (laughs) I don't I want to be clear. I am not dunking on no. this genre or kink or what mm-hmm. have you. I'm not dunking on it at all. I sort of understand like the psychological underpinning that leads people to like it. It's mm-hmm. not for me personally, but what I think is really fascinating is um how the rules of the omegaverse like system became so like universally understood sure. in fan communities and this is like it's not based on anything no. right the the conventions of the OmegaVerse verse are not uh like based on a tv show mm-hmm. they're not based on a book they're not be they're not even like they're theoretically based on like a misunderstanding of how wolf packs work yes but even that is not not real like it's a it was bad science yeah. about how wolf packs work so just the fact that. um This one exists, two is fairly consistent throughout different fan groups, and three has permeated like wildly different fan communities. So this is another thing that started in the Supernatural fandom, but like almost every fandom nowadays, you can find some kind of Omegaverse or Omegaverse adjacent fan fiction in there. And the way that this has arisen is just really, really fascinating to me uh the transformers fandom like i uh mentioned Do have a in Megiverse the
2: fan fiction <laughs> with robots <laughs> uh
0: not exact not to my knowledge i think this might be one of the rare exceptions yeah. i don't know and again i'm not personally like deep in the transformers fandom but the transformers fandom is another one where like only in the fan community they have very specific like genre rules mm-hmm. that they are all kind of aware of and they all kind of share with each other that have really nothing at all to do with the actual canonical transformers sure. properties so just the way that like fan communities will build their own expectations and genres and tropes and things within fan fiction like totally separate from the original work yeah. is, is' very fascinating to me.
2: Yeah, I don't, I just, Omegaverse is weird. I enjoy it, for what it's worth. But, but like, it's very odd, like, how everyone came to this, like, yeah, you're right, this is how it works.
0: Yeah, it's totally valid to be into that. Like, I get it. Like I said, I get, like, abstractly, I get why people Mm -hmm. are into it. You know, like, there's things I'm like, oh, yeah, I see why that's appealing. But, yeah, it is, it's extremely... It's extremely unique. It's extremely unique to this community.
2: Yeah. I also think it's the one that there is either a hate or love. There's like, it's not yeah. like, oh, I'm just not into science fiction or like fantasy is not my favorite. It's just like, no, I, oh, I would never touch an Omegaverse fanfiction ever. Or just like, no, I'm really into Omegaverse. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. There's just either a hate mm-hmm. or a love and like rarely is there an in-between.
0: The other thing about it is it's impossible to explain. Like to oh. anybody outside the fan community, you you yeah. just have to you just have to keep this on the DL. Yes, because you cannot explain even like other nerds if they're not in like a, if they have not mm-hmm. written or read a lot of fan fiction, you just cannot explain no. what this is or how it works to them.
1: You just have to give them a list of five fics and be like, "All right, go. this
2: is your homework. <laughs> you'll, yeah. you'll
1: learn by the time you're done with the fifth yeah. one."
2: They're just just like, where did you find these? And you're like, no questions. Don't don't ask. Don't ask. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I even (laughs) remember that there was, I think during the Olympics, one of the brands that was like sponsoring, it was called like Omega or something. And Mm. all of Twitter was just like, fan fiction's ruined me. Fan fiction's ruined (laughs) me. (sighs)
0: Alright, I think we've kind of uh, kind of reached a, a natural <laughs> conclusion nice. guys. Uh, please do plug all your stuff. Tell us, I know you did at the beginning, but uh, remind everybody where they can find you, yeah. where you want to be found on the internet, your social meds which is my cool, hip, young people way of saying <laughs> social nice, media. Nice. <laughs>
2: yeah, So we can be found, our podcast can be found on any listening platform. Mm-hmm. Um, please listen to us on Spotify if you can. Their analytics system works so much better yeah. than any other yeah. analytics system. Um, but you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Anchor literally wherever. Uh, we are on Twitter. Um, can it or
1: We didn't say the podcast name.
2: Oh, it's canonically incorrect. Uh, you're <laughs> yeah, right. I point. don't
0: I think you said it at the beginning, but I will make sure that it's in there just in <laughs> okay. case you didn't.
2: It. Cool. Uh, it's kind of weird. Every single person's like, How do you spell that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> just, just the two words. Just the two words. Y'all know the space. Yeah.
0: People who like fan fiction know how to spell canonically. Don't I worry about so. it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Um, but we can be found on Twitter, on Tumblr, on TikTok. Um, yeah. Uh, and that's it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think that's about it. Listen to our podcast. It's fun. We're fun. We do. <laughs> uh, but don't laugh at that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sounds like weird. We but are we're, fun. I think, we're so fun. Wow. <laughs> um, I
0: think they're fun. Can attest.
2: Thank, thank you. you. Uh, I have a good time when I record, at least. So. I mean, I do too. Six miles. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Um, and we just—it's the most. The way that I can explain it is just it's a fan fiction book club with sometimes Pretty other much. things.
0: <laughs> fan fiction book club with sometimes other things. With sometimes
2: other things, <laughs> we're like
1: we're fan fiction and fan fiction adjacent. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: We just do whatever oh, we, we just want. Kind of connect. <laughs> whatever.
0: All right, thank you so much, guys. Uh, I I'm excited. We're gonna have to coordinate about releasing these yes. two episodes yeah. so that they can be adjacent to each <laughs> other. But thank you so much for being on fanfiction is good. Actually, thank you so much for having me on canonically incorrect. <laughs> you're so charming. You're you're so knowledgeable, and I love that you love fanfiction.
2: Oh, thank you. <laughs> I am so glad that you are with us in the pro fanfiction space. Yes. <laughs>
0: Fanfiction is good actually is part of where they may radio a small family of podcasters just doing our best you can keep up with fanfiction is good actually on twitter at fanfic is good pod and you can reach evan via email at fanfic is good at gmail.com for bonus content including bonus episodes visit patreon.com slash wtm radio
2: Where they may, radio.